This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So close for us tonight in the yeshiva to have Rav Daniel Glassin here, the Rav Kehillot Tiferes Mordechai in Cedarhurst, a very popular speaker. Some of you may know him, uh, whether it's through Torah Anytime, whether it's OU Torah, or the J-Root Radio. Rav Glassin has traveled around the world speaking, inspiring Jews of all types through his dynamic presentation, through his cheerful chidushim. He's also known as an author of many svarim. You have the opportunity after Marv tonight to uh, purchase some of the svarim. And it's a tzuchus for us to invite back Rabbi Glastin, who was here a few years ago, to uh, return to our base medrash during Elul to offer us the Rechizek. Thank you so much for the warm introduction. Shus Rabbeim, Rabbi Kalinsky, Rabbi Bacon, Chashua Rabbanim. It's really an honor to be here in the few days before the Yom of Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Adin. Of the many Zechusim that we try to access to before the Yom Adin, the one that we place the most emphasis on is what we say every day in Ladavid. Achas shoalti meyes Hashem oisa avakesh shivti beves Hashem kol yemei That's the main focus. In fact, it's been pointed out that all the letters of the Aleph Beis appear in Ladavid except for a Gimel, indicating, as the Gemara says in Shabbos, Gimel stands for Gimel Dalim. And as important as Chesed is, as, in, as important as it is, especially in these days, Nevertheless, it's still Acha Shoalti Meyes Hashem. The emphasis on Limarat Torah. So, for me to come to this Makom Torah, it's a tremendous chizuk for myself and Bezus Hashem. It should be a zechus for all of us for Hashanah Taiva Umasuka. I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight. Typically, on an occasion like this, perhaps you would share. Words of inspiration, divrei hisoyros. But we're going to take a little bit of a different angle. I want to start with the sugya and mesechta Rosh Hashanah. Let's start with one question. We know that aside from Hamelach Hakadosh and Hamelach Hamishbat, there are four additional haisafos that we make to Shmon Esrei: Zacharinu l'chayim, Michamoycha avharachamim. Uchsoiv l'chayim toivim and b'sefer chayim. Interestingly, you could scout out all the pages of Shas. There's no mention of them. And that's why most Paiskim hold that if you omit them, you do not repeat Shman Esrei. Nevertheless, they are rooted in the Psikta. The Psikta says that the Aserasi made tshuva, you make four Haisafais in Shman Esrei. So let's ask one little Ha'ara. Why is it that in the first two Haisafais, it's Zachreinu L'chayim, just Chayim, plain Chayim. Or Micha Moicha Avarachamim Zachitzrov L'chayim, just Chayim. And then we get to the last two Haisafais, it's Uchsoiv L'chayim Toivim. 
or b'sefer chayim nikasev nizacher nikasev lefanecha anachem amcha beis yisrael lechayim toivim. Why is it that the first two Haysafais are just old, plain Chayim, and the last two are Chayim Toivim? What's the difference between Chayim and Chayim Toivim? Now I'm going to ask you the best stira you ever heard. The most obvious, blatant stira. And we think we know exactly what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is all about. We're primed, we're ready, we're prepared. We know our life is on the line. It's the Yom Hadin. But until we have a clear answer to this contradiction, we really have little understanding of what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are all about. The Gemara says on Dav Tezayin, Hakoil nidoinim b'Rosh Hashanah Everyone is judged on Rosh Hashanah. And the Gzar Din is on Yom Kippur, which seems to indicate it's a two-step process. We're, so to speak, penciled in on Rosh Hashanah, and we're sealed on Yom Kippur. That's what the Gemara says. And based on this Gemara, we have the famous Tefillah, B'Rosh Hashanah Yikasevun, B'Rosh Hashanah Yikasevun, V'Yom Tzayim Kippur Yechasevun. That's the Gemara on Dav Tezayin. Tezayin Amad Aleph, it's a two-step process. Ksiva b'Rosh Hashanah, Chasima b'Yom Kippurim. Right? That's what we're all familiar with. And yet, perhaps the most famous Gemara Masech the Rosh Hashanah. You flip the page on the other side of the page. Tezayin Amud Beis Amar Ab Kruspadoi Amar Ab Yochanan Shloisha Svarim Niftachim b'Rosh Hashanah. There are three books opened on Rosh Hashanah. Echad Shel Rishayim, V'Echad Shel Tzadikim, V'Echad Shel Benoniim. The three books open. Tzadikim, Rishayim, and Benoniim. What is the fate of these three books, says the Gemara? Tzadikim, Gemurim, Nechtavim, Nechtam, Laalter, Lechayim. The Tzadikim, they're written and sealed immediately for life. The Rishayim, Nechtavim, V'Nechtamim, Laalter, Lamisa. Benoniim, Tuluyim, V'Yamdim. Now that itself is worthy of our Analysis. Benoniim, the in-between people, they're tuluyim, they're hanging. What are they hanging on? So you say, no, it's just an expression, it's just a phraseology. But why would the Gemara use an expression? Benoniim, it should say, Benoniim, it's uh, nothing was decided yet. What does it mean they're hanging? Where are they suspended? What are they hanging on? So look in the Sichos Musar of Chaim Shmulevitz. He offers a parish from the altar of Navardik. But I think we're entitled to ask, what exactly does it mean, Benoniim Tluyim? What are they hanging on? Zachu nechtavim l'chaim, loy zachu nechtavim l'misa. You hear what this Gemara is saying? That the three books, the Tzadikim, they're written and sealed on Rosh Hashanah. Risham are written and sealed on Rosh Hashanah. Benoniim are written and sealed on Yom Kippur. So I have one simple question. Can somebody tell me what in the world is the Gemara speaking about on Daf Tazayinam at Aleph when it says everyone is written on Rosh Hashanah. Everyone is sealed on Yom Kippur. What do you mean everyone? There's not one person who ever lived that was written on Rosh Hashanah and sealed on Yom Kippur. A tzaddik. He's written and sealed on Rosh Hashanah. A Rasha is written and sealed on Yom Kippur. And a Benini, everything is happening on Yom Kippur. 
So who exactly is Rosh Hashanah Yichasevon? Hoviyamsam Kippur Yichasevon. Tzadikim Rishayim, they're done. Rosh Hashanah is over. They're finished. They could go home. They could go golfing. Benoniim, they have to wait until Yom Kippur. But who exactly is Nechtav on Rosh Hashanah and Nechtam on Yom Kippur? So stira. Dav Tezayin Amad Aleph, Dav Tezayin Amad Beis. We need to identify at least one person who's written on Rosh Hashanah and sealed on Yom Kippur. Here's another question. And you have to be the Ran to ask this question. Who would dare ask a question like this? But the Ran asks a very simple question. Really? Tzadikim are written and sealed for life. Rishon are written and sealed for death. But we see, we look around the world, there are many tzaddikim that don't make it through the year, and there are many rishayim that live and flourish and thrive. So how could the Gemara say that the tzaddikim are written and sealed in Rosh Hashanah for life, and the rishayim are written and sealed for death, but look around, there are a lot of tzaddikim who don't make it, a lot of rishayim who do. And the Ran says a very novel pshat in this Gemara, without getting into it, the words of the Ran are, tzaddik doesn't mean righteous, tzaddik means someone who God decided who, uh, uh, should live this year. Tzaddik bedin ka'amar, the Ran says. And Russia means Russia bedin. Someone who God decided won't make it. It doesn't mean righteous and wicked, it means survivor, not survivor. That's the Ran Ayin Sham. Comes Toysvis. Ready? Get a load of this Toysvis. This is going to be the focus of what we're going to speak about tonight. Says Toysus, presumably to answer the question of the Ran, look around, many tzaddikim don't make it, many rishayim do. Says Toysus, the judgment the Gemara is talking about is for Olam Haba, the world to come. He got it. Olam Haba. The Gemara is talking about Olam Haba. Olam Hazeh. Sometimes tzaddikim don't make it. Sometimes rishayim do. The Gemara that says tzaddikim are written and sealed for life is talking about for eternal life. The Gemara that says that wicked are written and sealed for death it means in Olam Haba. The Gemara is talking about Olam Haba. Comes the Gura, and the Gura offers the following psak. Says the Gura, we paskin like toysvis. Now listen to this. And it has halachic ramification. Says the Gruff, you look in the Ramah, in Tafkov Pebez, the night of Rosh Hashanah, Minog Yisrael is, you go, you say to your friend, Lashana Toiva, Tikasev, Vesechasem, yeah? The Ramah doesn't say that. The Ramah says you say Lashana Toiva, Tikasev, you do not say Vesechasem. Says the Gruff, that is correct, it is wrong to say Vesechasem. Why? Says the Gra, because we paskin like Taisvis. And the two Gemaras in Rosh Hashanah are talking about two different types of judgment. The Gemara on Dav Tezayin Amid Aleph is talking about Olam Hazeh. In this world, the judgment of this world, one's health, one's parnasa, one's family, one's friendships, that is written on Rosh Hashanah for everybody and sealed for everybody on Yom Kippur. The judgment of this world is a two-step process. Daftezayin Amid is talking about Olam Haba. 
that on Rosh Hashanah for the Tzadikim Gemurim, they're written and sealed for eternal life. And Rishoim are written and sealed, Chas v'shalom, for the opposite. And then you have Beinunim who are hanging in between. Which means, Rabbi Isai, there are two things going on in Rosh Hashanah. One thing is, what's going to happen to us in this world? And the truth is, Rosh Hashanah is not the biggest deal regarding this world, because according to Toysus and the Gros, as we pass them like Toysus, we're only penciled in on Rosh Hashanah. But it's not final. You could erase it, you could change it, you could modify it. You still have ten days. You're only penciled in. But you know what's final on Rosh Hashanah? Olam Haba is final. And here's the million dollar question. Why in the world is the Rebbe judging us for Olam Haba while we're still here in Olam Hazem? After 120, we'll go upstairs and the Rebbe will decide what our fate will be in Olam Haba. But why is God annually deciding what our status is for Olam Haba every Rosh Hashanah? Now it's interesting because there are no two-step processes regarding uh, Olam Haba. Olam Haba is a one-step deal. Tzadikim, everything on Rosh Hashanah. Rishoim, everything on Yom Kippur. And Beinanim, excuse me, everything on Rosh Hashanah as well. Beinanim, everything on Yom Kippur. Here's another thing to think about. Did you ever wonder, what's the likelihood that we are Beinanim? Is that a realistic possibility? Is that only according to the Shita and Shas, Efsher Latzamtzim? You know, there's a big Machlekes and Shas. Can you get something precisely exact or you can never get something exact? So if a Tzadik is someone who has more mitzvahs than Averos and a Rasha is someone who has more Averos than mitzvahs, what's a Benini? You think it's really possible for someone to be exactly, I'm, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of ge- general threshold of mediocrity, that you could say, oh, that's the threshold of Benanim, but is that a realistic possibility? And we like to think of ourselves as Benanim, that's why we, we take Yom Kippur so seriously. But is that a realistic possibility? So let's understand the following idea. Why is Rebunisham judging us regarding Olam Haba in this world? The Gemara tells us, the righteous, even when they're no longer alive, they're considered alive. Rishayim, the wicked, even when they're dead, even when they're alive, they're considered dead. What's the meaning of that? Why would a tzaddik, even when they're in the next world, be considered alive? And a rasha, even when they're alive, they're considered dead. Comes the marsha, and the marsha says the following very fundamental idea. What is life? What is the definition of Chaim? The definition of life is being rooted in the true source of life. Being rooted in Olam Haba. Olam Haba is being mezdabek ta'kadosh baruch Is clinging to Hashem. The definition of life is someone who is connected to the source of all life, namely the Rebbe Shalom himself. And what is the definition of death? 
Definition of death is someone who is cut off from the source of life. He's cut off from Olam Abba. He's cut off from the Rebbeinah So tzaddikim, even if they're not physically alive, but they're, they're in the afterlife. They're in Olam Abba. So they're alive. They're connected to the Makar Achayim. The Rishayim, on the other hand, even when they're alive, their neshamas are so disconnected from the source of life, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from Olam Abba, that they are not really considered to be B'chayehem. Aside from the fact that on Rosh Hashanah, our physical life is being judged, and our parnasa is being judged, and our families are being judged, there's a much more basic and fundamental and important judgment that is taking place and a judgment that could be finalized on Rosh Hashanah. Namely, the Rebbe decides and basically we decide. Who are we? What are we? Are we rooted in Olam Haba or are we disconnected from Olam Haba? Are we rooted in the Makar Achayim? Or are we not connected to the Makar HaChaim? Say, what's the difference? What is it relevant to? What are the halachic ramifications? It's relevant to what is our identity. To what extent are we connected to Olam Haba? And to what extent are we connected to Olam Hazan? To what extent do we live our lives as the main objective b'chayenu, the pursuit of Olam Haba, and to what extent do we live our lives pursuing Olam Hazah? And the answer is, almost all of us are very torn. We try to daven every day. We try to learn every day. We try to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We try to gain Yerushalayim. We try to improve our Midas. Because we know, we understand, there's something called Olam Haba. But on the other hand, we have a lot of things pulling us toward Olam Hazah. Yeah, we think about our food and our clothing and all materialism. So most of us, if we would have to, have to identify ourselves and say, what are we? Are we connected to Olam Haba? Am I a Ben Olam Haba? I'll give you a mashal. My grandfather, Zechatzak Levrach, who passed away this year at age 105. He was a Talmud Muvak of Rav Menachem Zemba. Heard of Rav Menachem Zemba from like three, four generations ago? He was the God of Hadar in Europe before that. My grandfather was a Ben Bayes by Rav Menachem Zemba. The Toitzoy Chaim, Chidusha Garmaz. My grandfather remembers his house. Behind his chair was a big svarim shrank. And in the svarim shrank, there, were no, there weren't svarim, they were the kisveyad of Rav Menachem Zemba, meaning his commentary on the Yushalmi and the commentary on the entire Rambam. Thousands and thousands of pages of Chidush Torah. So my grandfather was a Ben Bayis by Rav Menachem Zemba. Now let's say he was walking the streets of Warsaw. Would he still be able to say he's a Ben Bayis of Rav Menachem? Sure. You don't have to be in physically at that moment in the house of Rav Menachem Zemba to be a Ben Bayis. That's where he is associated with. That is what he's connected to. And the question is, are we B'nai Olam Haba? Or are we B'nai Olam Hazah? What moves us? What draws us? What pulls us? 
That's the judgment of the Yomim Noiram. Yes, our life, that's secondary. Yes, our money, that's secondary. Primary is, who are we? Are we B'nai Olam Haba or are we B'nai Olam Hazah? When we have a challenge, what's going to move us? What's going to be good for us here or what's going to be good for us there? How do we choose our friends? What's good for us today or what's good for us tomorrow? Where do I sit in the base Hamedrish? How do I decide my career? Who will I marry? Where do I go on vacation? All of these questions are usually addressed by one decision. Am I a Ben Oilam Haba or am I a Ben Oilam Haza? And you know what? It's probably very likely that we're all Beninim because we have Oilam Haba pulling us and that's why we're here. And we all want to do the right thing. And we're all motivated by Olam Haba. And at the same time, we're all pulled down by Olam Hazah. And we all, every day of our life, we face that tug of war. Which world are we rooted in? What are we connected to? Are we connected to the Makar HaChayim? Are we connected to the opposite? Or as the Gra writes in one of his Svarim, we, we all consist of three parts. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. The nefesh is the nefesh habahamis, which is the animalistic instinct, the desire for pleasure, for physical enjoyment. You have a ruach, that is the medium between the nefesh habahamis and the neshama. And so to speak, the question is, are you going to allow the neshama to pull you up? Or are you going to allow the nefesh habahamis to pull you down? Are you going to allow Olam Haba to draw you Lamala Lamala? Or are you going to allow the Nefesh Habahamis to bring you Lamata Lamata? And chances are, we are Bainanim. And we are Tuluyim. We're suspended. What are we suspended? Where are we hanging? We're hanging between Olam Haba and Olam Haza. That's where we're hanging. We're suspended between the Neshama Lamala and the Nefesh HaBahamis Lamata. We're Tluyim V'yoyimdim. It's not only if it's Efshar L'tzamtzim. That's by definition what we are. We're pulled, we're drawn, we're, we're in the, the midst of a great tug of war. And great tzaddikim, they're able to yank away on Rosh Hashanah and say, I am a Ben Oilam Haba. I'm establishing myself that I'm rooted in Oilam Haba. I, am, I live there. I'm there. I'm not there yet. But that's the source of my identity. Rishon, they established their identity the very first day of the year. But for many of us, it's a struggle. So the Yibbam Shalom does us a very great favor. The Shlach HaKadosh writes, What is Yom Kippur? No eating, no drinking, in by achila, in by shtia. We're like Malachi Hashores, we wear white. What is Yom Kippurim? Says the Shlach HaKadosh, you know what the Yibbam Shalom does? He takes Olam Haba and he transposes it from the eternal life 
and He puts it down here in this world. And then we see it, we taste it, we experience it, and we say, this is what I want. This is my identity. And by Ne'ilah, we're like on the highest echelons of Olam Abba. We say, yeah, that's exactly how I want to be. That's exactly what I want. I want to establish my identity by what I'm feeling right now, what I'm feeling today. So Yibbani Shem gives us a little boost. He gives us a flavor of Olam Haba. He takes a day of Olam Haba and He puts it right here in this world. So we see it, we savor it, we want it. We say, Yibbani Shem, Zani, this is what I'm all about. This is what I want. This is where I'm rooted. Very amazingly, the Vilna Gaon writes, the Ramchal writes, and I'll give you some uh, personal suggestion. There's an amazing sefer of the Ramchal. It's called Maimar HaChachma. Very short sefer. It's a few pages long on the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur davening, primarily. Rav David Koyin, Rosh of, of Hebron, wrote a few hundred page commentary on these few pages of the Ramchal. The Ramchal says this, and the Vilna Gaon says this, the primary bakasha of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is Zachreinu Lechayim, Ribbonisham, remember me, Chayim, for true life, for Olam Haba. Not just after 120, I want to end up in Olam Haba. Please, Ribbonisham, remember me right now. Plug me into, associate me with, root me into Olam Haba, that that should be my identity, that should be the source of my being. Zachreinu l'chayim. Chayim does not mean oilam hazeh. It means chayim in its essential form. Michamoicha avarachamim zoicher yitzurav l'chayim means oilam haba. And then, you know, nothing wrong with uh, some happiness in this world. So as an afterthought, we say, by the way, Ribbonisham, uchsoiv l'chayim, toivim. You know, chayim toivim is the good life. The good life is in Olam Hazah. You know, give me a little... Chayim is the definition of life. Chayim toivim is Olam Hazah. But that's an afterthought. That's when it's all said and done. B'sefer Chayim. Nizachev nikaseh levanecha. Chayim toivim. Chayim toivim is Olam Hazah. But that's not the main focus. That's not the main bakasha. The main bakasha of Yom HaKippurim, of Rosh Hashanah, of the Aseris Yimei Tshuva, is we plead with the Rebbeinah made us by definition, Beinoniim. That's our identity. We have the Neshama Lamala. You know where the Neshama is. You know, if I were to ask you, where's my Neshama? Some people say, here, here, the eye, the brain. You know the Nefesh HaChayim says. Ruba de Ruba of the Neshama is Tachas Kisei HaKavayd. And it trickles down, 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 down until the lowest part of the neshama fits into the body like the body fits into a shoe. That's why whenever you're at a makam kadosh, shal na'alecha me'ar raglecha, says the nefesh ha-chayim. The removal of the shoe is a manifestation that when you're at a makam kadosh, you're supposed to, so to speak, strip yourself of the influence of the guf. The body to the neshama is like a shoe to the body. So the neshama is lamala lamala. It's gonos tachas kisei It's yearning for oilam abba. The nefesh habahamis is yearning for hanos oilam azeh. 
And we are Benoniim, we're caught in between this great tug of war. And if we could pull out of it on Rosh Hashanah, Ashrechem the Toivlach. Nechtavim nechtamim la'alter l'chaim tovim l'shalom halavai by all of us. But the avoida of the aserus tshuva is to extricate ourselves from the status of being benoniim and to pull out lamala and to experience some of the essence of olam haba, which is the day of Yom Kippur, and to establish our true identity, which is achreinu l'chaim. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us all siyata d'shmaya, not only to bless us all with a year of good health and life and parnasa, but help us elevate ourselves so that we identify ourselves with the neshama that is struggling and yearning. Lamala, lamala, we should all be zoicha, limois hamashiach. Thank you so much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.